Durant, uh, welcome back to the Marriott Center here courtside in Provo. Greg Rubel with Mark Durant with you. BYU wins it by a score of 80-65, to 65, a 50-point second half, Mark, for the Cougars. After 30 in the first 20 minutes, they turn it on after the break and win it by 15 after trailing by three at halftime. Yeah, I mean, an interesting game. I think of all the non-Gonzaga St. Mary's that I'd be least eager to face in the tournament at Pacific. They play very hard. They have mature athletic guys that play. Very, they're very tough, and they crash the boards hard and uh, turn you over. Uh, that's, a, that's a good team. They're going to get better, too, under Coach Stoudemire. Uh, but BYU, I thought, a little flat in the first half. Yoli, uh, you know, was sick and didn't play much, and, and uh, I think Peyton did a great job in that first half, keeping BYU alive. And then the second half, it was uh, the Yoli Childs, Elijah Bradshaw. Elijah was almost perfect. I mean, he almost got translated tonight, Greg. He was <laughs> almost perfect, and that was fun to watch. But he and Yoli were dominant in that second half and BYU able to pull away. Elijah Bryant goes 8 for 9 from the field and 8 for 9 from the line. Made all four of his threes tonight, 28 points, seven rebounds, four assists, a block, and a steal in 39 minutes of play. Elijah Bryant helping BYU to the 80-65 to win, 26 for Yoli Childs off the bench on 10 of 15. So those two go 18 for 24 from the field and 10, I beg your pardon, uh, 14 for 16 at the free throw line. They score between the two of them 54 of BYU's 80 points. Other scorers for BYU, TJ Haas with eight to go with seven assists, and those seven assists for Haas are just one off a career high. So eight points, seven assists, and... uh, he was off from the three, Greg, but not by much. I yeah. mean, every one you thought was in. Was over five from distance, but, uh, again, just barely off. A couple of steals as well for T.J. Haas. Uh, Elijah Bryant, by the way, now a three in 23 consecutive games, every game of this season, and has made multiple threes 16 times in 23 games. He made seven of, and made eight of nine free throws tonight, so he's now 37 for his last 39 at the free throw line. Picking up your scoring, Dastrup five, Hardnet five. Three for Nixon, three for Bergerson, two for Worthington. Hardnet ends up with a career-high tying eight rebounds to go along with four assists. So five, eight, and four for Jashir in 33 minutes of play. Leading rebounder for BYU was Hardnet with eight. Leading assist man was Haas with seven. BYU scores 80 on 59% shooting from the field, 47 from three, 88% from distance. You're not going to lose shooting 59, 47, 88 from the field, the arc, and the stripe. Tigers shoot 47%, 39%, and 46% respectively. And yet another team, a good free throw team, has free throw woes against BYU. 73% team on the year. They shoot 46%, 6 of 13 from the stripe. As BYU continues to lead the nation in free throw percentage allowed, lowest percentage allowed. Roberto Gallinat with 18. Miles Reynolds with 13. 9 for Dorsey. 8 for Towns. 7 for Tripp. 5 for Okonkwo. 5 for Williams. Gets you to 65 for Pacific. Leading rebounder for the Tigers. A couple of guys with 5, Tripp and Towns. Leading assist man was Tripp with 6. And those six assists for a Jaleel trip, a well off a career high, but a decent night for Jaleel. Goes 7, 5, and 6 with three steals. BYU 19 assists, 16 turnovers. They got better after halftime with bare ball security. Pacific was 16 assists and 14 turnovers. Nine steals for the Tigers, contributing to BYU's 16 turnovers. And Pacific is a team that uh, is quite active that way. If they don't always get the results, they certainly uh, give it a go defensively and get a little frantic at times, and that was the case tonight. BYU. 
plus two in the paint, 38-36. Pacific, plus six off of turnovers, 21-15. Plus seven on second chance, 13-6. Plus four on fast break with the Tigers, 8-4. And BYU, a big night off the bench, 37-17, thanks to Yoli Childs coming off the bench, which he does for the first time this season <laughs> tonight. Your stats, yeah, yeah. scores 26 of BYU's 37 bench points. Six ties, seven lead changes, large lead for BYU is the lead with which BYU ends the game. 15 points. Pacific's large lead was 8. Pacific led for more than BYU tonight. Tigers led for 21 minutes plus. BYU led for 15 minutes and 20 seconds. The game was tied for 3.5 minutes. BYU is a winner by a score of 80-65. to 65. Time now for our New Skin Data Discovery presented by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what have you discovered in the numbers presented tonight? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Pacific's a team that uh, really crashes the boards, tries to turn you over, and as a result, they shot 11 more shots than BYU. And it turns out they made the same number of field goals, same number of threes with those 11 shots added in, and it was all about the free throws. BYU made 15 more free throws, win by 15. But uh, they that they had to do it some way because uh, Pacific, with the with the boards and the turnovers, really uh, were able to outshoot BYU numbers-wise. There's your new skin data discovery. BYU improves to 10 and 6 all-time against Pacific, 7 and 3 in WCC play here at the Marriott Center. BYU now 5 and 2 against the Tigers, 4 and 2 in West Coast Conference play. BYU improves to 17 and 0 when out shooting the opposition this year, and to 16 and 1 when the Cougars allow fewer than 70 points. BYU remains undefeated, 9-0 when they score 80-plus, and they got right to the number tonight, 80-65 is your final score. BYU stays solo third in the West Coast Conference, 7-3 through 10 games of league play, and they go to 18-5 on the year overall. BYU 80 and Pacific 65 is our final score. The Tigers fall tonight to 10-13 overall and 5-5 in league play. They fall to 3-8 in true away games as BYU improves to 11-2 at the Marriott Center. All right, those are our numbers of note. Coming up, we've got postgame coverage, coach and player comments still to come here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! For Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars trailed at halftime by three, 33 to 30. All they did in the second half was outscore the Tigers 50 to 32. They win by 15, 80 to 65. The final score, BYU over Pacific. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center coming up in just a second. Let's update you on other action going on. One game about to get underway. In fact, it has tipped in Moraga. Number 16, St. Mary's hosting Portland. 17 minutes to go in the first half. The Gales with a five-point lead at 8-3. to three. Everything else in the WCC is a final. Number 15, Gonzaga got a scare. They end up winning 82-73, but that game was probably closer than they would have liked. They defeat San Francisco again, 82-73. San Diego winning at LMU, 89-82. And Santa Clara 
goes to Malibu and defeats Pepperdine 73-59. to Top 25 action. A final, number two, Virginia winning at number four, Duke. 65-63 is the final. Number five, Kansas wins at home over Texas A&M, 79-68. Kentucky upsets number seven, West Virginia, 83-76. Number nine, Cincinnati winning at Memphis, 62-48. In overtime, an upset of number 10, North Carolina. NC State gets the four-point win over the Tar Heels, 95-91. Number 11, Arizona wins at home over the University of Utah, 75 to 73. It was Alabama taking down number 12, Oklahoma, 80 to 73. Number 14, Texas Tech defeating South Carolina, 70 to 63. Auburn winning at home over LSU, 95 to 70. Florida, 20th ranked in the country. They defeat the Bears of Baylor, 81 to 60. Number 21, Arizona State winning in Tempe, hosting the Colorado Buffaloes, 80 66, the final in favor of ASU. Also, number 22, Tennessee winning on the road at Iowa state 68 to 45 earlier today in stockton california the byu women's basketball team taking on pacific that one went in favor of the tigers today byu falls 83 to 76 cassie devangere with 26 points to lead all scores brenda chase with 18 malia nawahine with nine the freshman paisley johnson also with eight points in the loss. Coming up on the other side, going to update you on what's going on right now at the Pepsi Center in Denver. The Nuggets hosting the Mavericks and former Cougar Kyle Collinsworth playing a very big role in that game. I'll let you know what's going on with that next. BYU defeats Pacific 80-65. to We'll have more of Cougar Postgame Live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Shep with you. BYU gets the victory at home. They defeat the Pacific Tigers 80-65. Let's update you on what's going on in the NBA. Close game. In fact, it's tied now 88-88 at the Pepsi Center in Denver. The Denver Nuggets hosting the Dallas Mavericks again 89-89. A minute to go. Kyle Collinsworth, the former Cougar, has played 14 minutes. He has not missed a shot. He is 3 of 3. That also includes a three-pointer. He has 7 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. His plus-minus is 16. That is by far the best of any Dallas Mavericks player. Nice to see Kyle Collinsworth getting some run as he continues his second 10-day contract with the Dallas Mavericks. Other scores in the NBA. 37 seconds to go in Minneapolis. Minnesota Timberwolves about to beat the Brooklyn Nets. It is 109-97. Again, just under 40 seconds to go in that one. Everything else is a final. The Thunder winning in Detroit over the Pistons, 121-108. Indiana Pacers defeat the Orlando Magic, 114-112. Washington Wizards win on the road in Atlanta, 129-104 over the Atlanta Hawks. Heat win at home over the Hornets, 95-91. And a really good Good game at Golden State. A battle between the Warriors and the Celtics. The Celtics gave it everything they had. Came up a little bit short. Warriors defeating Boston 109 to 105. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Provo. BYU defeating the Tigers of Pacific 80 to 65. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off PJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back courtside here at the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, BYU, a winner, 80-65 to over Pacific. Elijah Bryant pacing BYU at 28, not too far behind. Yoli Childs, 26 points on 10 of 15 from the field, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, block, steal, 33 minutes of play, and Yoli Childs putting on the headset, joining us here courtside. Again, uh, Yoli tonight, as he was noting off the air, making a strong run at sixth man of the year as he comes off the bench at 26 tonight. Yo, you've had an interesting week. Kind of catch us up on on what kind of week you've had uh, with, with two big games that you played at the end of this week. Yeah, definitely been interesting. I don't know. That's that's a way to put it. Just been feeling like crap, pretty sick. But uh, but it's all good. I'm getting over it, and I'll be 100% next week. In uh, St. Mary's on Thursday, you weren't well enough to shoot around. You didn't feel good at all. Got to the game. Uh, played well enough, I think, you know, to get 26 minutes in. But you probably didn't feel anything close to yourself on Thursday. Is that accurate? Yeah, that was pretty rough. That was uh, a couple hours, a couple hours the night before, just laying down in the shower it was one of those kind of nights so uh i'm just glad we have the the staff we have and, and guys like rob ramos they can get you feeling as good as you can before a game that can uh, put you in a position where you can play and come out and contribute so short turnaround and travel to get ready for tonight then you don't start the night but come off the bench um just uh, your, your thoughts to maybe a new role tonight at least and and how you uh, how you kind of met that challenge I think every player on our team knows that whatever role we have for the game, whatever position we're put in, we need to come out and, and perform in that role. And the guys that started, I feel like, did a great job. And I feel like the guys, everybody that came off the bench, Peyton lifted us up, uh, Dalton played big minutes. Every single player on our team just is all about the team. It's not about yourself. It's about what we can do to get a win. And everybody's happy for each other, whether they play five minutes or they play 40 minutes. Yo, that's a good team you beat tonight. Pacific's really showing me something. Uh, they're, you know, they've got some talented, athletic guys, and plus they got Oconco down the middle. What do, you, what do you like to do? Do you consciously approach a, a seven-foot shot blocker differently than you would some uh, some other big man? I mean, how do you approach a guy that's a defender like that? I mean, you definitely have to acknowledge him, and, and he's not just a shot blocker. He's a, he's a really good player. He's very skilled. He had that fadeaway, uh, but. The thing with shot blockers is they're usually help side shot blockers, so you got to go through them. And you got to know that they might block your shot once or twice, but a lot of times they're going to get fouls too. So you can't really think about it in, in a fearful way. You have to acknowledge what they're capable of, but you have to be the aggressor and try to go through them. They led for uh, more than 21 minutes of this game. You guys led for 15 and change. They beat you in Stockton, so you knew what they could do. You, they, certainly they had your attention. It's a good team you got there. Uh, they have there in, uh, in Stockton. Yeah, they're, they're a very good team. They're very well coached. They play hard. Uh, they send all their guys to the glass, and they leave it all out there on the floor. So that's that's the type of team you want to play against. It's a fun game. Uh, they're very competitive. So are we, as you guys can see in that second half. And that's what it's all about, playing good teams like that that just, that just lay it all, all out on the floor. Game was physical, a little feisty too at the end. Yeah, a little bit. That's, that's what it's about, though. That's the funnest games. Those are the ones you remember. Yoli Childs, our guest. We'll take a break. More with Yo coming up. BYU wins it 80-65. to Childs with 26. Bryant with 28 to pace the way for BYU, which improves to 18-5 on the year, 7-3 in the WCC. Back with Yoli Childs after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Atlanta back courtside. 16,456 at the Marriott Center as BYU wins this one by a score of 80 to 65. What does that crowd put BYU? 16,456 would be the second largest crowd of the year. 16,592 for Portland. So nice crowd on hand as BYU uh, wins it to improve 211 and 2 here at the Marriott Center this year. Elijah, uh, Elijah Bryant with 28 and Yoli Childs 26. And Yo is our guest here on the Cougar Locker Room Show. There's a play in the first market. It was first half, right? Yoli's alley-oop mm-hmm. down the other end, reached back and threw it down. Uh, I think McKay Cannon throws the pass up. Uh, Yoli, if you wouldn't mind kind of uh, recreating the narration of that for us. It looked like it was a little behind you, and I knew that you weren't feeling your best, so there's a question, is he going to go get it? And you did. Give us your thoughts on it. Uh, just credit goes to McKay. That's the, he has the hard part. The easy part is just jump up there and dunk it, uh, especially when they're, when they're not the help side defender coming down, trying to take out your legs or anything like that. <laughs> but I just have really good guards that are really good at throwing that pass, and it's a pass we do all the time, something we do every day. And uh, they know if we throw it back a little farther, throw it up a little higher, it's, it's a little more fun for the fans. <laughs> Greg, by the way, the easy part is not the pass. I mean, not the shot, not the dunk. That's the hard part is what I meant. <laughs> Yoli, uh, speaking of guards, you may end up being the all-time leading rebounder here uh, in the history of the BYU universe. But second time, I think, in three games, Jashir has out-rebounded you. Does he ever give you a hard time about that, give you pointers on how to rebound? No, heck no. I tell him. <laughs> Me, we've been we've been getting on him about that because he can really he can really rebound the ball because he's so quick. Guys can't box him out. A lot of times point guards are getting back on defense. So when we hold our box outs, he's able to do a lot of what Kyle Collinsworth did, and and be that guard that jumps in and grabs those defensive rebounds. So with his athleticism and his speed, he's able to help us out a lot there. Some of the most important games in any season, you only come right after you've lost a game. Can you give us some insight into how this team rebounded from a disappointing setback Thursday to come back and then grind it out in a night where, again, the opponent led for most of the evening? Yeah, I mean, we don't lose two in a row. That's one of our things. We can't lose two games in a row. And no matter what happens, no matter if you lose a game, uh, I mean, it sucks, but you got to put it behind you and you got to move on to the next one because you can't let one loss turn into two, turn into three, and get rolling in a negative way because every game matters. Every team in this, every team in this league is good. So you got to come out and just have the, the mental edge to come out and just get it done, do whatever it takes to get a win. You've played Pacific twice. You've played St. Mary's twice. You'll have played LMU twice before you see Gonzaga once, but that's going to change a week from tonight. You're on a two-game road swing, L.A., and then Spokane next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. I mean, all our guys are really excited. Uh, we're ready to go out and play LMU again. The, the last couple times we've played them at their place, they've got a big halftime lead on us. So we're going to try to come out and have a better first-half effort. And then uh, we're excited to play the Zags on Saturday, too. You only nice work tonight. Well done. Hope, and you're on the way back, right? You're feeling like you're on the rebound, right? Yeah, I'm good. I'll be I'll be 100% next week. Sounds good. Yoli, thanks for your time. I appreciate you having me on. All right, Yoli Childs with us. We'll come back with coaches' comments next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Career win number 324 for Dave Rose. And Coach Rose will be joining us here courtside just seconds from now. BYU wins it by a score of 80-65, to getting the season split with the Pacific Tigers and, as a result, getting the weekend split of games. And, Mark, we've talked about it with Yo, but uh, after Thursday, disappointing game. Just got to get right back out, make sure you get that weekend split and get, and, and get back, on the, uh, back on the beam. Yeah, I think they were a bit hung over there from that St. Mary's game. It was a little flat in the first half, but... Uh, really turned it on in the second half and uh, got the win. They they needed that one. That Pacific's that's a tough team, and uh, yeah, they were ahead most of this game. And BYU found a way and played really tough in that second half. Great crowd on hand tonight, almost 17,000 to see BYU uh, win it by 15. Coach Dave Rose now joining us here courtside on the Z- BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Coach Rose, congratulations uh, on the win. A good team gave you a good game, and you guys played really well to finish this one out. Yeah, it was a great game. I, I'm telling you, Damon's got his guys playing and. It's an interesting style. It's unique to our league. Uh, reminds me a lot of uh, some of the teams we played in the Mountain West Conference over the years. Like, say, uh, a San Diego State? Yeah, or they, they really drive that thing, and they're really athletic, and they have great size around the basket to protect it. So, But, hey, I'm, 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 I'm happy for our guys, and I, I think that, uh, you know, the first half we really needed some – uh, you know, so something to change a little bit. I thought Peyton came in and gave us just great minutes, great energy added to, um, you know, I mean, you got, you got one, you know, you're starting, starting guy. That's one of your leading scorers who's been sick the last couple of days and isn't at practice yesterday. You don't really know what's going to happen. And, and these guys were ready. Peyton, Peyton stepped in there and, uh, gave us some, not only points, but energy and, and, and just, uh, you know, got the crowd involved. So, Really a team win. You look at Jasheer when his eight rebounds. I mean, everybody contributed some way, and I thought that, you know, you you can, you know, you evaluate the first half really kind of however you want. Uh, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, disappointment and, and emotion and and trying to find a way to to get to the next game. And uh, but I I did feel a little bit fortunate that we we're only down three at halftime, and uh, and then the second half was was a you know a great effort from all the guys who were out there it's your third comeback win when trailing at the break this year uh to win it uh going away uh the the, the attention goes to elijah uh with his 28 points deservedly so he was eight for nine from the field eight for nine to the line made all of his threes seven rebounds four assists a block and a steal tremendous line yoli comes off the bench to go 26 and six and you mentioned Shear, those eight rebounds tie a career high. The four assists, one off a career high. Then Teach uh, goes 8.7 assists, and that's one assist off, off his career high with a couple of steals. So everyone in their own way contributed in the kind of way they had to do it for you to win. Tonight. It was, it was a, a really, really, you know, solid team team win for us. And, you know, TJ had <laughs> two or three of those shots that were deep in the basket and, yeah. and, and, and popped out and, uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, his ability to continue to to play through, uh, you know, th- that part of the game where he's, a, you know, a little bit frustrated, a little bit disappointed um, is really impressive to me. Uh, the, the kid can he, he can create so many 
ways uh, for your team to be successful on the floor. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just really impressed how he continues to battle and fight. Coach, it seemed like you played a lot more zone tonight. I thought it was really effective. I know you give up some things rebound-wise, but uh, it seemed like a good approach to Pacific tonight. How'd that, how do you feel that worked? Well, I, I think the first thing when we, we left the gym over there the other, uh, a couple weeks ago was you know, I felt that we didn't we really give our guys the best chance. Um, sometimes you get a little bit stubborn and you think that, you know, you you can impose, you, you know, your will on, on whoever you play. And, and sometimes you need to be a little bit smarter than that. And I, I think that... You know, we uh, we felt like we should play maybe a little bit more zone against these guys just because of the style. And um, got in it early and stayed in it. And you know, the second half, and we were back and forth for a while, but played more, you know the majority of the possession zone. And 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 you can you can tell this is a pretty good defensive rebounding team that we have here. And uh, you know, these guys are a really good offensive rebounding team. They got 10 rebounds on us. And uh, we'll go back and watch the film. But I felt live as the game was being played that a lot of that was we don't rebound out of zone very often uh, we're usually tagged to a guy and we know how to get him and and maybe we got a little bit confused on in who our assignment was but um, they they're good at offensive rebounding they're good at second plays they're good at third plays and uh, you know if, if I could probably go back and 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 change you know one thing that I think would have a huge effect on this game was our turnovers. We turned the ball over way too many times, which led directly to really tough defensive plays on the other end. And you know um, they had quite a few points on uh, off turnovers, and uh, that's something that uh, you know we just it's kind of uncharacteristic of us. We don't turn the ball over that much, especially the last four or five games. And I, I guess we turned it over against LMU in the second half quite a bit, and that's our next opponent is LMU. So hopefully we can get that correct a little bit. Coach mentions uh, BYU's defensive rebounding, and not only does BYU lead the league in defensive rebound percentage, they're fifth, uh, top five nationally in defensive rebound percentage, one of the strengths of this team. Before the break, Coach Rose, just real quickly, it's a, it's a five-point game at the under eight. And this thing was uh, in in question late, and you guys really, I thought, uh, closed it as strongly as you have at any game this season. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was like the San Diego game. That was close, you know, inside of five or six minutes. And, uh, I, I mean, these are, uh, this this group, and then the next group that we play in LMU, they'll, they'll cause us a real matchup challenge. Uh, and, and then their style, too. Their style is, is um They'll pressure you, they'll press you, they'll fall back in zone, and they'll ban you. And so uh, we'll have to be, um, you know, have to be prepared. And, and I, 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 you know, sometimes it's, you know, you don't, you don't ever want to kind of corner yourself in, in a hole. But sometimes, you know, at, at home you get a little bit of protection as far as maybe playing a half that wasn't your best and then going out and competing in the second half and winning. That's really hard to do on the road, and you got to put two really good halves together to get a road win, and hopefully we can do that. It was a 50-point second half here at home as the Cougars come back from down three at the break to win it by 15, 80-65. Coach Dave Rose with us after this as we continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. One of the really consistent things about the uh, Dave Rose-led BYU basketball program is a bounce-back ability. And uh, losing on Thursday, traveling and turning around to win on Saturday uh, takes, a, takes a, a lot out of a team and requires a lot from a team. And, and Dave, I know you've really prided yourself on your team's resiliency uh, over the many years. 
Yeah, and I, I think that uh, you know, there's there's so much you know that goes into it, and then, and then when you when you get an added challenge, you know, of, uh, of you know you know injury or illness or whatever you know comes through, it's just good to see the guys kind of you know really come together, and I, I uh, it, it, this this team. There was such an adjustment to be made from the game plan from Thursday night. I mean, you couldn't have two more different teams on how they play. And so that added to, you know, a little bit of the, you know, kind of the anxiety of the coaching staff. And, and uh, you know, we, we, we knew we'd been beat by both these teams, you know, the first time through. And so, uh, you know, kind of want to re- redeem ourselves. Uh so I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for the guys. It takes a lot, and, and uh, one guy can't do it. You know, you look at uh, Yoli and Eli as far as scoring the ball is concerned. They, they did a really good, consistent job of, of getting points for us. But I, I really thought that it was um, a really complete game from a whole group of guys that just, you know, were determined to win. Coach, you got uh, the non-Yoli bigs, four horsemen there, uh, Dalton and. Uh, Zach and Luke and Peyton, how, how do you kind of manage that with the getting everybody minutes? Do you have a plan? Is it more feel for the game as it goes? Who might uh, have success in there? Well, you know, it's funny, Mark. We just talked about that in uh, our coach's locker room about moving forward. And, uh, you know, now seeing everybody except for Gonzaga and against Gonzaga, you'll need all those guys because they got a whole stable full of bigs. But uh, I think there's matchup you know, issues uh, that are, are good for us and that are challenging for us. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to respond to that. A lot of it is feel, but I do think that as we prepare this second time around, uh, what Dalt gives us in one game, you know, Zach might be able to give us in the next game. And just depending on uh, on the matchups and, and what we have. But it's nice to have, you know, all of them healthy now and to have, you know, five of those guys, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, can – can compete for us down there and you know luke luke started a game tonight and didn't get very many minutes and you know it's it's interesting to watch the other team guard us you know when with with certain people on the floor and uh sometimes those matchups uh you know are difficult for the other guys because of uh one guy and so you know sometimes you just make a kind of a judgment call and, and hopefully you get the right guys in there that can make it work Coach, as much as goes into any game plan tactically, there's a lot to be said for just shot making. And the St. Mary's game was the exception to the rule that lately has seen you guys shoot a really good number. And you were at 59% tonight, and you win a lot of games in the high 50s. Yeah, well, when, <laughs> when the guys that are taking your most shots, you know, are making the most, that's a good that's a good sign. You got 8 for 9 from Eli and 10 for 15 from Yo. That's Those are good numbers. And like I said, I mean, TJ, you know, was 0 for 5 from the three-point line, but my so goodness, close on so many of three them. of those were, were, you know, as deep as you can get them with and still come out. So, uh, you know, that's that's what we need to do. You know, we need to shoot the ball well. We need to defend well. We need to rebound, share the ball, and then compete. And I thought the second half was as, as good of a competitive effort from a group uh, in a tough situation as we've seen. Second largest crowd of the home season for you tonight. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And I don't know if they came to see us or A.O. Teo, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a nice – I didn't see the show at halftime, but uh, hopefully our, our second half was better than their halftime show.
We'll wait and see. You get the comments from people, huh? It was Ao Teo and then Eli and Yo. Yeah, the Eli and Yo. And so right. there, it was our own our own dynamic duo. All right, Coach. Congratulations on. So Twitter. what do you think, Greg? Was it a good show? I, I got the first couple minutes of it, and then when they got into the hit the hit yeah. making machine, I, I kind of ducked out, and Mark saw the. You end know, of it. I'm a big fan of those guys. Oh right? yeah. You know, yeah. so what I listen. No, they're actually <laughs> really impressive uh, dancers. They look pretty entertaining. It's huh? pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good I know show. that my uh, my granddaughter uh, Kate. Uh, she had her little birthday party here, and they were sitting in the seats over there, right on the floor. So hopefully they had good, good, uh, a good birthday party with Ao Teo. So. Well, it was a good, it was a good show at halftime, and, and a really good post-halftime show as well for BYU as they win it uh, 80 to 65. Career win number 324 for Coach Rose tonight. We'll go for another little mini milestone, one of those 25s at 325, hopefully on uh, Thursday in LA. Coach, thank you. All right, thanks a lot, Gary. All right, we'll see you for the show on uh, Tuesday. It'll be uh, Coach Rose on the TV, six o'clock Mountain Time there at BYU TV on Tuesday. That's Coach Dave Rose on the uh, BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. We'll come back and hear from Damon Stoudemire next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back courtside here to the Marriott Center in Provo, where almost 17,000 fans were on hand to watch BYU defeat Pacific by a score of 80-65, to 28 points for Elijah Bryant, 26 for Yoli Childs, as the Cougs improved to 18-5 and overall, 7-3 and in the WCC. The Tigers of Damon Stoudemire followed the 10-13, and 5-5 and in conference. Coach Stoudemire spoke with the press postgame. Our thanks to Michael Shreve, intern Michael, for getting these postgame comments from the coach a short time ago. You know, I mean, it's loud. Um, I think I said this last year, you know, I reminded me of the old, playing in the old Delta Center. I know they changed the name, but when Utah was really rolling, you know, when I was in the NBA playing in some playoff series there, you know, it's loud. The people get into it. Uh, they do a great job of supporting their team. You know, it's, it's definitely, to me, uh, you know, it's the best look. I tell you what, it's the best looking venue. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, t- I tell you that for a fact. But this place and, and, and the kennel, you know, are the two places, obviously, where, where it's the hardest to play. Mm-hmm. Having played both, you know, in the Pac-12 and coached in the Pac-12, does it compare, like, at all with the, the atmosphere in the Pac-12? Or? You know, um, the best atmosphere in the Pac-12 was Arizona. And to be honest with you, I, I love I love the Marriott Center, but I just I, I I I never seen nothing like Arizona. I mean, it just you know it's it's uh you know you just you can't the toughest ticket in town, man. You can't get you're not getting in that gym. You got you know hey pe- people are separating them tickets into divorces. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, obviously, besides playing on the road, what were some of the major differences that you saw today compared to three weeks ago in Stockton? No, well, Ch- well Childs played way better for them, obviously. You know, he had a great game. Uh, our bigs got in foul trouble. We really couldn't contain him, you know. He did a great job. You know, he did a good job of putting him in foul trouble. It was him who put him in foul trouble. So, you know, it just makes it tough. He's a low. You know, he's one of the top three or four players in the league. And, and Elijah Bryan is probably one of the more underrated players. Uh, in the country. I don't think he's underrated in this league, but in the country, I think he's got better wings. You know, uh, you know, you just you just can't offset that, you know. Uh, they did a great job today, and you got to give them credit. You know, they came in prepared. Speaking of Elijah Bryant, was there anything that you did, were trying to do differently from this game to the last game, or kind of slow him down? Or? No, I mean, he, he didn't have 28, but he had about 24 that last game, but the biggest thing is, is that 
getting in foul trouble, it took me out of playing, man. I, I had to go to zone to kind of protect people. He got his feet set and he started knocking down threes. I mean, he was really efficient. 27, 28 points on nine shots. I mean, that's about as efficient as it comes. All right, Damon Stoudemire, head coach of the Pacific Tigers. Uh, thanks to Coach Stoudemire and intern Michael, Michael Shreve for getting those comments a short time ago. Wrapping up the day of play in the West Coast Conference, we'll take you top to bottom in the standings. St. Mary's leading Portland at halftime, 44-22. to The Gales shooting 58% from the field, 57 from three, have made all their free throws, and uh, the Pilots struggling to shoot 30% in half number one. So St. Mary's on its way to what would be a 10-0 mark in league and a 21-2 record overall should uh, that lead stay, and you'd expect it to at 44-22 the Gales lead the pilot. So top of the league, St. Mary's on its way to 10-0. Gonzaga defeated San Francisco tonight in Spokane, 82-73. Zags go to 9-1. They would stay one game back of St. Mary's should the Gales hang on to win. BYU stays solo third, two games back of the Zags, three games back of the Gales. BYU winning here tonight to go to 7-3 in league. One game back of BYU solo fourth is San Diego. San Diego was a winner at LMU today, 89-82. The Lions scored 51 after halftime, and BYU gets LMU on Thursday in L.A. So solo fourth goes to the Toreros. A tie for fifth between Pacific, which fell in Provo tonight, and Santa Clara, which won at Pepperdine, 73-59. The Broncos and the Tigers both now 5-5 five and five again, tied for fifth in the West Coast Conference. Solo seventh goes to USF. San Francisco falling in Spokane, as mentioned. They're at four and six in league. Then a drop down of two, uh, a drop down to Portland, likely to fall to two and eight. They'd be two games back and down in eighth place. Portland two and seven currently, but trailing big at St. Mary's. They'd go to two and eight overall. Then in the cellar, a tie for ninth. So ninth and tenth are shared by LMU and Pepperdine. LMU falling at home to USD and Pepperdine losing at home to Santa Clara. That takes you top to bottom through the West Coast Conference. Next up for BYU, it is a back-to-back road swing. Two straight away games this weekend. It'll be at LMU on Thursday and then at Gonzaga on Saturday. The Thursday game will be an 8 o'clock Mountain Time radio pregame with a 9 o'clock tip. And the Saturday game will be a 7 o'clock Mountain Time pregame with an 8 o'clock tip. That game will be on ESPN2, BYU at Gonzaga. As the Cougs see the Zags for the first time this season. So BYU yet to play Gonzaga will take on the Zags in two of their final seven games. They'll have played LMU twice, Pacific twice, and St. Mary's twice before seeing Gonzaga once. So two of the last seven come against the Zags. And the first of those two come Saturday in Spokane at the Kennel. All right, that's going to do it for tonight, wrapping it up from the Marriott Center. Cougar Nation, good to have you along with us wherever you were and are tonight and every night with us. Great to have you listening along, whether over the air, on satellite, on the laptop, on the app, however you're tuning in. Really glad you joined us. Back east, our control board operator is Carter Malloy. Our network manager is Mike Tingle. Our coordinating producer is Dave Shook. Our BYU Broadcasting Control board operators, Cole Wissinger tonight, and our studio host, of course, is Jason Shepard. Our thanks to the media relations department from Pacific, with Zach and Rebecca Sharman helping us out with uh, pregame interviews. Appreciation to them. And then uh, good luck to Zach on his next uh, venture. Where do the Tigers hit next here for uh, for Zach and the radio broadcast team for the Tigers? Pacific will be... Do, 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 at uh, looks like uh, Santa Clara. Uh, no, 
versus Santa Clara. No, they'll be at Santa Clara, I think, next week. So good luck to the Tigers on their trip. So uh, thanks to the SIDs, Kyle Chilton and the Pacific side for helping us out. Our courtside team was uh, my color commentary car- partner, Mark Durant, of course, and our statistician was uh, Tanner Wilkinson. So for everybody that was part of tonight's broadcast, we thank you for tuning in. My name is Greg Rubel saying our final score is BYU 80 and Pacific 65. And that'll do it from Provo. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.